0: Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the Jack King Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. It's the girls, it's Mac, it's Cheerston and producer Sean behind the Mac. What's Dirt. up everybody? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy it's Friday. lit. Uh, I'm super excited for this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, drop us a comment and say hello. You already got quite a few of you there. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Ty. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, Charles. Thank you guys. so. Thank you so much for tuning okay. in we are super excited for this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Before we get started, however, you may notice that I'm sitting in this beautiful
1: gray suede chair. You may notice that my pants are the same exact color as this chair. It kind of I know, we in. kind
0: of have like a gray vibe going on yeah. today. I've got a gray cardigan, I'm in a gray chair, your gray pants. Uh, you also have gray shoes on. I don't know if you uh, want to show the people. There have been enough feet on <laughs> podcasts <laughs> for PHNX there. this week, so we're going to keep our feet out of this Somehow one. Somehow we
1: sparked last week. Week, a whole conversation about about feet that lasted literally the entire week.
0: Oh my God, Tristan, you're going to cry. Please read the super chat.
1: Oh. $10 super chat, new me stolen food, reimbursement fund. Oh! oh. Cheers, it's gonna cry. Is that an actual super chat? Oh, thank yes, you, Elizabeth. Oh, that's oh, man, so just, sweet. We, I'll, I'll quickly tell the story. Essentially, somebody stole my dog's uh, like fresh food delivery box that was his food for a month. Somebody stole it. So, thank
0: um, you. Elizabeth is coming in strong for <laughs> Numi. We love Numi on this podcast. We also love these gray chairs. <laughs> we got so sidetracked ch- in there <laughs> for a second. These beautiful gray chairs, and all of our furniture in the studio was provided by more furniture. And they are the absolute best. They have the best furniture in the Valley and they have a crazy sale going on right now. So make sure you spruce up your home with More more Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com and you'll receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend. They also have a crazy Black Friday sale coming up as well. So if you're in the market for furniture, now is the time to buy it. Go check out our friends at morefurniture.com. All right, Chirsten,
1: you ready to get into it? Yeah, you want to talk about the Phoenix Suns?
0: I sure do. Let's do a temperature check on our Phoenix Suns. It has been a crazy hot start to the season. The Phoenix Suns are out of the gate. They are on a roll and they are punching everybody in the mouth uh, except for the Trailblazers. But they have a chance to redeem that tonight. And um, I don't know about you, Tristan, but I'm really enjoying watching this Phoenix Suns team play basketball. Yeah,
1: um, I was worried about it, just like the rest of the world at the beginning of the season with everything that happened in the offseason. And then also, like... The first, what call it, two or three quarters of basketball that they play,
0: yeah, (laughs) sounds bad. That Mavs game, Uh, my heart (laughs) hurts.
1: But wow, ever since then, they have really righted the ship. Their only loss, as you mentioned, to the Portland Trail Blazers in that game. Damian Lillard scored like I think it was like forty one points or something like that, and he's not available. So they've got back to back games, which is a little unusual in and of itself um, tonight and tomorrow um, without Dame. So uh, they should very well be able to take care of business and get a little early season redemption there. Yeah, it's...
0: Um... It's been a great start to the season, and I think we wanted to touch on this because we kind of mentioned it last week, and I was like, this is a great topic of discussion that we definitely need to dive into deeper because we have had two teams in the Valley have a very tumultuous offseason mm-hmm. with a ton of negative media, and one team has gone up and one team has gone all over the place, <laughs> mostly what down. <laughs> so, you know, the Phoenix Suns being one of those teams and the team that has gone up and has done a great job kind of rebounding from this literal shit show of an offseason, the best way to describe it. Um, I think it has put a lot of doubters to rest. It has silenced a lot of uh, negative narratives that were surrounding this team. And watching them overcome such a crazy situation, a crazy offseason with just an unbelievable amount of turmoil to start the season this way um, to me it has made me feel so much better just restored my faith in this organization specifically james jones monty williams and this roster
1: well it um, says so much about the makeup of this team and when you just kind of dissect i posted something um about the trajectory that the sun's team is on and somebody said like well we'll see what how they perform in the playoffs well okay we're not there yet so this is all we have to talk about but if you want to go there if you want to go there think of what separates teams that make a deep postseason run or or a finals run it's not just oh we've got you know good players on the court which the sun's do but it's the intangibles as well. And the fact that this Suns team was able to rally together after all of the outside noise, you had DeAndre Ayton that was extremely frustrated. You have a guy that didn't want to play uh, for the team that's you know sitting off to the side that we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, so therefore, somebody stepped up that has never played a starting role in the NBA. Uh, you've got new guys coming in off the bench that have played key roles. And you obviously have the ownership issue that, They nixed early on, and it hasn't been an issue. And so those are the type of things that can bring a team together and show you what a team is really made of. Mm -hmm. And so the way that I look at this team, I'm like, okay, like hopefully you're able to get one more piece in here. But this team it's a great team. Like I'd go to war with these guys any day for far more than just the basic skills that they bring to the court.
0: It's everything. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I will go on record right now and say this without a shadow of a doubt. The Phoenix Suns have the best starting five in the NBA. Um, and it is really, really cool to be able to say that and to watch them ball out the way that they have. And it's not like they've been given like these like cupcake games. Like they've had a tough schedule out the gate. They've had to play the Clippers, the Mavs, the Warriors, the Pelicans like those are all really really good teams and so the fact that we're sitting here now and they've only had one loss and it was because Dame played out of his mind and you know it's it's kind of bound to happen but I think it's just incredible to see them um, you know take what happened for what it was come out this season punch people in the mouth and really di- silence the doubters because you know we see what happens when that doesn't happen and the narratives that can spin out from <laughs> um performances that are lackluster and the suns have been anything but lackluster and you kind of mentioned it too like the bench was the downfall of this team in the playoffs last season and so far the bench has really exceeded my expectations to start this this year jock lindell has been awesome Tori craig has been incredible he's shooting 50% from three and 89% from two Obviously, it's still the beginning of the season, so those stats aren't going to stay as what they are, but, um, you know, the bench has really stepped up and has instilled a lot of confidence in me um, moving forward, and hopefully they can keep that up. I don't think, you know, you kind of mentioned it too, Cherson, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but I don't think they necessarily have all the pieces that they need right now, but, you know, after watching what happened with the bench of the playoffs last season and watching what the bench is doing now, I kind of am just like, reaffirmed that I really think that this is the season that the Suns like this is their year to win the championship like come hell or hot water like the Suns better be hoisting that trophy at the end of the year because this is the best starting five in the NBA and their bench is living up to expectations. So they got to do it. Cheers.
1: So I have maybe a little bit of a hot take here. Cam Johnson has been playing lights out in that starting spot. He Mm -hmm. had a phenomenal game earlier in the week. Uh, which he scored 29 points stat muse putting out a tweet that compared uh that Ooh, this is performance <laughs> to jay crowder's cam johnson had more points in that game than jay crowder ever had as a son 29 points and seven threes to which jay crowder apparently quote tweeted and then deleted uh april 12th 2021 eight trays but really who's counting i'm happy for young fella played his butt off last night please don't hype this you know my body i don't actually even know what that last sentence means but uh, <laughs> we need like a Jay like, crowder work like, well
2: yeah and like you know what i'm about like you know who i am you know my body you
1: know my body yeah like i don't
0: okay but, i mean i guess like body of work. Sean is our uh, J Crowder translator. Like, Have you ever seen that tw- that Twitter account that translate AB's tweets? Like, his whole account is just like translating what AB is saying. That's Sean for us. Sean will let us know what we're missing.
1: <laughs> um, okay. So uh, so anyway, so I'm not like, I love Cam Johnson in that role. He's obviously exceeded expectations. He's proving that he was worthy of an extension that he didn't get in the offseason. Um, I hope he gets his bag at the end of this year. And, um, but there is something and I mentioned this Weeks ago, there's a big difference between the type of player that Cam Johnson is and and the type of player that Jay Crowder is. Yes, absolutely. And I do feel like they could benefit from having a physical presence that Jay Crowder brings and the the defense that he brings as well. And so my question is, let's just say because I feel like it'd be really tough to be Jay Crowder, who sort of dug his own hole just sitting off to the side looking at the hot start that this team has gotten off to and realizing oh crap like this team is likely a contender again um and him just being like well I just messed up my opportunity I I could be out there playing instead I'm sitting on my butt watching them succeed without me (sighs) if he like decides you know what Best thing for me is to maybe make amends and see if they'll take me back. Would you take it back?
2: <laughs> I, I just want to point out real quick, by the way, he po- like that tweet that Jay Crowder sent out, he did have eight threes that game, but it was eight threes for 26 points.
1: So he still had yeah, less points. Yeah, Correct. It was, yeah. So the, whole, the tweet Johnson. was about the amount of points that were scored. So, yeah, it, not like that he had one more three in a game. Yeah, so he never scored 29 points as a Phoenix Sun, and Cam Johnson's already put that up.
0: I mean, I think to answer your question, Jay's probably feeling some type of way right now, which I can't blame him. Like I feel, I don't know what the opposite of like buyer's remorse is, like not buying remorse. Like, I don't know, but I feel like he has to feel like, oh man, like this team, like they're balling out. Like I, And bummed that I'm not on this, like, on on the court, like, with these guys, like, battling it out on our way to try to win a championship. Like, I just feel like he probably may be regretting a lot. I
1: feel like it's a situation where it's like you break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend thinking that you're going to get better. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, my gosh, what did I do? I had, like, what I had was absolutely amazing. And maybe I was the problem in terms of the uh not being able to make amends like i'm yeah. not saying jay was like a problem but like obviously something got to a point that just pissed him off where he felt like fine i'm just gonna go do better and yeah
0: I-, I mean there is something to be said though about knowing your worth and not standing for less than you think you deserve and jay definitely was feeling some type of way about what he thought he was worth and the son's not willing to show him what he thought he was worth and so you know if he was truly like convicted to stand up for what yeah, he thought like he a was worth
1: man. he hasn't a- been able to stay with the team like his right. entire career yeah. he just hopped around hopped around hopped around released traded i mean that's the story of his entire career so it's not like this is the first time it's like do you know do you know who i am like yeah he's and and, and honestly, it definitely did
0: feel like he pulled like that do you, do you know who i am card
1: yeah I and i like i totally get it and if you feel like you um you know should have been given uh you know more money or you were disrespected in some way i get it but at some point like you have to be able to look at and say like well what truly is the best situation for me is it to feed my ego in this moment or is it to kind of maybe swallow some of that and stay with the team that's going to be a legitimate contender like that's my opinion of it I feel like he would have been in a much better situation had that just had he just not pulled that
0: yeah absolutely well speaking of Jay let's take a check a look at the comments section because Jay did, in fact, post a uh, video to his boss man brand account of him kind of just like dribbling, taking some shots, playing basketball on his own in an empty court. And the comment section went crazy. Um, Phoenix Suns fans, basketball fans alike were all commenting on that post saying, We miss you. You're a son. Come back. Like, look at these comments in the comment section. Like, people were going off saying that, like, Jay should be a son. Uh, We want you back. Um, And it seems like a very common... Theme. There wasn't really any negative comments on there. So, uh, you know, if you're in the comment section right now watching our show, drop us a YouTube comment and let us know if you agree with these people in Jay's comment section saying that they want him to come back, that he's a true Phoenix son, or if you're of the mindset that Jay is better off playing somewhere else.
1: I do think that if you're following his <coughs> Bossman man account, so like not his personal Instagram, but his like apparel line account, you're probably a fan of his. Yeah. So, Very true. that's probably a little, that probably has a little bit to do with it but I I mean listen like how many times did we sit here like this time a year ago or you know six months ago nine months ago praising Jay for you know the FJ Crowder stuff and the stunts that he pulled and the salsa dancing and the like I thought that he like was a great fit and a unique presence and personality to this team so like I don't like I I hate that it got as petty as it did because it's you know you get defensive of your team right like okay well if you're going to be like that like I'm with the Suns right like my loyalties to the Suns, but um, like I, I don't want to not. I don't want to feel that way towards him.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely don't either. And I think like if we're going to truly address the question of would we want Jay back on this team, we have to look at what it is that Jay provides that nobody else can provide. And aside from him being like a big body with a big personality that's going to stick up for his teammates on the court, like I don't really know what that value is because Cam Johnson has proven that he can far exceed, you know, Jay Crowder's stats Uh, on the court and cam johnson can freaking ball when you let cam johnson ball um and he's outperformed jay already like he's already the game against the timberwolves with his was his third straight game setting a new career high for him like in a row so Cam
1: Johnson is on a complete- there definitely is value to having a physical presence although, you, yeah. although they withstood an absolute war against Golden State <laughs>
0: yeah that's true Jay. that's true the I was watching a boxing max a boxing match when the Warriors were playing the Suns and the Suns were fine without Jay so honestly at this point if you're asking me I don't think I want Jay back on this team like I recognize the value that he brought with being a big body and being a physical presence on the court but I think where the Suns are right now as a team they don't need what Jay can provide to this team and I think you know what they have on their roster is at a a step above of what Jay was giving them. So I think at this point the Suns have moved past Jay. And um someone in the comments mentioned that that they uh we could trade him for someone. We're definitely gonna talk about that. But um yeah, I think Jay's time with the Suns has come to an end. Um, this is all
1: hypothetical. Of this course. isn't an actual like right. it's not like the Suns are le- like that we know of are legitimately contemplating keeping him around. Yeah. Sean, so- did you have something
0: to
2: say? I was just gonna say you guys don't value 0 for nine shooting nights.
1: Like there's no, <laughs> no there's no you there. would definitely <laughs> streaky (laughs) yeah streaky
0: is a good way to put it but no unfortunately not that is not something high on my list uh for the suns but yeah like i said cam johnson has just been going off and if you give me a choice between cam johnson or jay crowder i'll pick cam johnson Any day of the week that ends in Y, like it's not even funny so
1: i do think moving forward i think it's no surprise that in all likelihood jay and dario are going to be packaged and shipped out for somebody yeah um, at some point here before the before the trade deadline but uh which is still you know a ways away but i honestly think that their biggest need right now is getting another power forward in so Um, that's why I just like, I'm not hanging on to Jay. Obviously there's a lot of people here in the comments that have said, uh, yeah, no, like we're, we've moved past him as well. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I still feel like that could be like, what your what your need is?
0: Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. Like I, I very much expect the Suns to hold on to Jay until the trade deadline and then deal him. I don't think they're like in any type of rush, much to Jay's chagrin. Um, I'm sure Jay wishes they were in a rush to deal him, um, but I don't think they're in any type of rush. And I think James Jones is um, monitoring everything that's going on. He's definitely still keeping an eye on what's going on in Brooklyn, which is a whole nother story. But um, I don't think that they're in a rush to get rid of Jay. And I think James Jones is going to play it as smart as he can. Um, And if we're talking about what the Suns are missing to make a finals run, you kind of mentioned it. I think they need either a backup power forward or a backup point guard, like a true sixth man, because now that Cam Johnson is in the starting lineup, like they lost that sixth man that they had last season in Cam Johnson because Cam Johnson is no longer a sixth man by any stretch of the imagination. So they really need that true sixth man. Um, And I think, you know, their bench is always going to concern me. Like I didn't think the bench was going to collapse like it did in the playoffs last year. So even though the bench has gotten off to the great start, that it has this season I'm still not convinced and I still think that they definitely need that backup power forward or that backup point guard especially um I think and, campaign
1: is a fine backup I think that he still has a lot of season left to play as well
0: yeah uh yeah um but you know like you mentioned Dario Saric I think they'll be able to package like Jay Crowder Dario Saric they have all their draft capital to work with as well um and I think that they could bring in someone that is not going to be that true sixth man um so I, I think that's something that we have to look forward to because I think, um, you know, they're not going to just roll with what they have right now. At least I hope they don't because I don't think they're a complete team yet, even though they have the best starting five in the NBA and their bench has performed well so far to start the season. Yeah,
1: I think James Jones knows better than that. And I fully trust him as well. Like he'll get a deal done at some point. I don't think that anyone should be worried right now. I think you should just place your trust in what the Suns are doing. Um, thankfully, they've put themselves in a position where it's not like a... Uh, oh my gosh, like we're doomed if we don't get somebody else in. the sooner the better. like they're just like in a really, really good spot right now. So I think everybody should just feel good about that. Um, and then as far as heading into tonight's game, they are 11 point favorites against the Trailblazers, which might have something to do with uh, you know obviously being at home. Also, the fact that we're doing a takeover tonight. Uh, I think Vegas must have been alerted. (laughs) Vegas knows PHNX is in the building. (laughs) PHNX is in the building. Um, So 11-point underdogs, I was talking to, or sorry, 11-point favorites. I was talking to Saul about this a little bit earlier, and he said he thinks without Damian Lillard, they are going to win by double digits tonight and tomorrow. So he is taking that. Uh, If you agree, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now using the code PHNXBET. Uh, any $5 NBA money line and get $200 if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up as same game parlays. It is simple. Again, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app using that promo code PHNX uh, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And any more details you want to add about our takeover tonight? Are we sold out?
0: Um, We are sold out. It's going to be so much fun. We're going to be meeting at the Ainsworth for an all-you-can-eat buffet and then heading over to the game to watch the Suns. So we are super excited for that. But we have a ton of other great events coming up, including we are going to be doing watch parties for the World Cup, all of the group stages for both Team USA and Team Mexico, which is going to be really fun. If you want to watch those World Cup games with us, um, you can go to our website on our events tab. You can get your tickets and most of them are free. There's going to be one game, I think it's Mexico versus Poland, that has a buffet. It's only $10. It's all you can eat, breakfast buffet. It's going to be so good. And of course, we're going to be doing that with our friends um, at Four Peaks, which is going to be super exciting. So check out all of our events coming up. And uh, we hope to see you at an event in the future.
1: All right. So speaking of coming up, the Arizona Cardinals have a tough stretch. That's really kind of a make-or-break, do-or-die stretch for them. Uh, They play three straight division opponents, starting with Seattle, then the LA Rams, and then the Niners. Uh, We all know they have a 3-5 and record and are kind of trying to figure out how to right the ship here. and uh, they've been having some of the same issues throughout this season that they can't seem to correct. So a lot of getting in their own way, a lot of getting off to slow starts where it's just like, man, OK, you can't play nine. And literally, this is a stat. Ninety one percent of the time you're trailing through the first eight. ninety one percent of the time. You are pl- consistently putting yourself in a situation when you're pl- where you're playing behind it. Ch- just like what are you doing you can't like you're that's not a recipe for success and you consistently start games that way um so there's just a lot of stuff that I think is still up in the air with this team um and a lot of criticism even though um you know I mean it's I Steve Kime was on the radio this morning saying like well we might have a three and five record but remember we got off to a seven eight game you know Winning streak at the beginning of last season and then tank. So like really, <laughs> thanks for a reminder, Steve. Yeah, time <laughs> anything can happen. So I think he was just saying like, hey, this is an opportunity. It doesn't matter the way that you necessarily start. Like this is I, beginning this to the second half of the season. I hate
0: that. I literally hate that he said that, and that boils my blood. There, like to me, that sounds like he's making an excuse for why this team has underperformed so horrendously to start this season. I'm sorry, but. You're you just got a payday my boy. Like you got paid in the off season, your head coach got paid in the off season and your quarterback got paid in the off season. And for you to go out there and put up some stinker of games and start the season 3 and 5? No. No, I'm not having it. I am not having it. Like I know that we started this season last year 8 and 0 and then we tanked. Thanks for the reminder by the way. But um you had so much to prove to start this season, to get your fans behind you, to get people back on the same page to change the momentum in a positive direction and then you go out there and you lose some really winnable games and I'm just tired I maybe it's just because I'm tired of hearing Steve Kime in general but um that's a different topic for a different day um they haven't scored a touchdown in the first quarter at all this year at all like we already mentioned it like they've been trailing 91 percent of the time in games like this is not acceptable this is not acceptable for a NFL team who just had the craziest offseason who had their three most important people in the organization get extensions like they had so much to prove and they have fallen so short and I know that they're not technically out of the playoff picture yet and the NFC West is a wide open division because of how uh, close they are in the standings but I'm sorry like it's not like I'm not happy well, with the, Cardinals
1: the, right the now. thing that sucks too like not that we can you know now that it's good to dwell on it and we can't do anything about it but the fact that the NFC West sucks so bad this year and the Cardinals are not able to capitalize on it they're the when, last team in the NFC West and the NFC West sucks <laughs> like this was a year to be able to like you know in the past it's been considered like you know the best in the NFL and now they're like among the worst and somehow you allowed the Seahawks and Gino Smith, although credit to Geno Smith. Yeah, nobody geez. saw that coming. And Shout I mean, out Gino saw Smith. That coming. I don't even know if Gino Smith saw that coming. Geno <laughs>
2: Smith saw that coming. <laughs> they wrote him off. He wrote back, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gino. Just taking shots you left and right. I well, do... I'm not
2: giving Gino shots. That was, a, that was a compliment to Gino.
1: Yeah, that was his quote from a, a post. interview. They wrote me interview. off.
2: Oh, okay. I okay. wrote back, though.
1: I, you know what, I kind of, like, appreciate the subtleness of, uh, you know, he's basically, that's, like, the only thing I've really heard him say, and that was a very, like, polite way of saying, like, you know, like, F the haters or whatever, but, like, I I don't obviously ever root for the Seahawks, but I can smile for Geno Smith just because literally nobody Nobody gave him that credit. So, I mean, good for Geno. Not, I hate that the Seahawks are at the top of the division. I hate that the Cardinals um, are not taking advantage of, you know, how crappy the NFC West is. And the situation just is what it is. But, I mean, I don't know if they're able to play well during this stretch. I think it's going to be a big test. And um, I don't know. I just sort of feel a little bit defeated. <laughs> yeah. I
0: My soul has been crushed by the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Yeah. It's a little dramatic, but um I had such high hopes for them, and they have just so, so disappointed me. Like, it's just, I have a hard time t- tuning into games because I just, I feel like I know how they're going to end in disappointment, and I just don't want to set myself up for that failure. um But they have a crucial s- stretch of games. They're playing the Seahawks, Rams, and the Niners um, three games in a row. And if there was ever a time to win, football games it is now and i'm saying like they need to win all three of these football games if they want a shot in hell of making the playoffs which ends up happening uh, I, uh, I, I don't want to be overly optimistic or pessimistic, but this is like do or die time for the Cardinals. And I'm not saying that my hopes are very high, but I'm just so tired of being disappointed by this team when they had so much to prove and they have so, so vastly underperformed this season. I'm just like, I'm beyond frustrated. And I don't really know where to put the blame. I feel like most of the blame lies on Cliff's shoulders but I think there has been so much oversight um, on Steve Kime's end that has been like a culminated year after year after year after year. And now it's like we're at this point because of some of the decisions that Steve Kime has made. Like, I, I just I don't know. I I don't even know what to say I'm the most disappointed in. Can you point one thing that you're disappointed in even, Tristan?
1: It's more than just one thing. No, um, I think that the majority of what I'm disappointed in has to do With the offense, though. Yeah. Um, And obviously, that includes Cliff and Kyler. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, injuries to the O line that you can't really predict. But I think if you were to just speak in generalities, the most disappointing part of this entire team has definitely been the offense this year. Yeah. Uh, Josh just made me laugh. We're going to need to call animal control against Seattle because the dog in Gino has completely gone feral. I, (laughs) I hope he does not go off. Uh, this weekend, I, I hope he does not for the Cardinals' sake. Um, I think at best they're going to come out with one win in that's this stretch, and I think that if they can not get swept in these next three games, that's going to be a win for them. To be honest with you, I know no moral victories, but um, I do not have a ton of faith here. I'm uh, curious
2: looking at the rest of their schedule in general obviously like you said Seahawks Rams Niners and then they go Chargers Patriots Broncos Buccaneers Falcons beat Niners the Broncos. are you Shh, confident hey. are you confident anywhere on that schedule? are you like confident Broncos. going in any you're confident they'll beat the Broncos yeah. like you're you're convinced
0: yeah yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. That's gonna be like another like Thursday night football like yeah. suck fest. I feel like that's it's gonna be like the battle of who can suck the least. That's I have the most confidence in that game.
2: With that's kind of where I'm at with the Cardinals is I don't know if there's anyone in this league that I'm like well there's no there's teams the Texans if they were playing the Texans well, I'd be pretty confident. Yeah. That the, I feel
0: like the Patriots is a winnable game.
2: It should be, but they also just beat the Jets, who were
0: yeah who people thought were very yeah. good. Falcons should be a winnable game.
2: Uh, Falcons Falconeers. also. Falcons also. Falcons and Buccaneers are two teams that could very likely end up in the playoffs because the NFC South is not very good and could Correct. win the division. The Falcons have been a tough team to beat. Buccaneers have not been good, but it's, Buccaneers no, horrible. it's, it's Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, so I'm you can never, never confident.
0: Cut, count on Tom Brady. So yeah, I mean, to answer your question, I'm not really sure. Um, I don't think I can bi- unbiasedly answer the Broncos question. So I'll recuse myself from that um, matchup. But yeah, like, ah, uh, it, wow. What a schedule to end the year. Um, do you have any faith that they're going to make the playoffs, Kirsten, at all? I feel like I know what you're going to say, but I feel like I just have to ask. Uh,
1: I don't know. I just I feel like there's too much season left to go to even like to even really pinpoint that because at any moment they could potentially right the ship. I, I don't have confidence in it, no, but I definitely wouldn't count it out. Like not at all. I mean, there's still plenty of. Um, I mean, there's still plenty of football to be played. Um, yeah, I think we. I think we go to uh, something that further goes along (laughs) with the doubts that we have uh, with this team being. And I don't want to act like I can coach better than Cliff Kingsbury. But we've heard this said all throughout this season and even into last season about how predictable this guy's offense is. So there was something that uh, made us say what this week. Not that I want to talk about Patrick Peterson anymore either because he had his time to shine last week um, and has been taking full advantage of that uh, all throughout the week. But he had a very interesting comment on his podcast about the offense that I think is worth – that I think is worth um, mentioning.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, It's been an interesting week for the Cardinals, of course. Before we get into what Patrick Peterson said, though, let's break it down for our friends at game time. Um, They are our favorite ticketing app, and you can get your tickets up to 60% off. When you use game time, you can get tickets to Cardinals games, Suns games, any game you want to in the Valley. They also have events and parking tickets. So make sure you click the link in our description to get your tickets to any event in the Valley. They have, like I said, concerts, sporting events, parking, whatever you need, they got it. So let's make sure you click that link in our bio and use that link to get your tickets. All right. Um. Yes. So Patrick Peterson <laughs> had some thoughts.
1: Let's hear him.
2: At what point in that ball game, Pat P, for you, did you come into your own as in, I got them figured out. There's nothing they can do. First play. The first play. Yeah. I practiced against them guys for what? How many seasons I was with Cliff? Two years. Yeah, I think I think two. The same I think exact two. stuff that I seen in, in camp and in practice. Same stuff I saw on tape. Mm. So from the first play. Wow, and I can tell you this much: it was one play in in
0: the fourth quarter. They hit you with a PI,
2: but you ran the route for more. Man, man, hey Rondell tell me, if you go back and watch it, right? And uh <laughs> he on the ground pumping his fish, he's like, hey, hey, I flopped on that one boy. <laughs> I said, I know you did. <laughs> you, you you literally you ran the route for him. You just I'm didn't like, want to break before he broke. Man, I, I ran the route for Robbie Anderson too. Oh, you were running routes for people out there, even though you're playing cornerback. Come on, man. From the first play, Mac. Thing on plan from the first play, I knew I was in my zone.
1: My first reaction to this actually was you made such a stink about the game that you had and how you're back after having like the worst season of your career last year. And this was supposed to be an indicator of like how good you are and still are. But yet you just told everybody that you knew everything that was coming your way. So is it a cheat code that allows you to have the game that you had? Or was it just the fact that you still have it? But I think if it was just Patrick Peterson alone saying these things, I would be like, okay, you know what? Like he's, we know that he loves to talk crap about the Cardinals. So I'm going to take this with a grain of salt, but it goes along with, What we've consistently been hearing, you cannot win football games in this league if you have a vanilla predictable offense, which is the exact opposite of what Cliff was brought in here to do.
0: (sighs) Yeah, Um, I'm not quite sure why we're paying one of the most dynamic and innovative offensive minds in the NFL to run an offense that is so easily predictable. A player from several years ago is running the same routes as the wide receivers are um I'm sorry but that is unacceptable like what are we doing why is Cliff making all this money if the offense is so easy for Patrick Peterson to read that he can go toe-to-toe with Rondell Moore and Robbie Anderson and run those routes like what what is going on what what are we doing here
1: yeah and not just like this is somebody who says that that Cliff is still running the same things from, like, years ago. Years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the same <laughs> offense from
0: years ago. What are we paying this man money for if he's not doing what he was brought in to do and be an offensive guru? Listen, and change the offense and air this and air read that. What is going on?
1: I was never pro-extending Kaim, Cliff, or Kyler in the offseason. season. I was never pro that. And I, I understand if you feel differently, anybody, a lot of people felt differently, especially in the Kyler situation. I felt like that was just a bad business deal all around each and every one of those deals. And now we're seeing like now you're stuck. And I I suppose you could fire you know Cliff or Kyme or you know I, I'm not saying they're ready to like move off Kyler so I'm not even gonna go there but let's just let's just stick with with Cliff and Kyme because a lot of people have issues more so with them than they do Kyler it's like okay, well, you could fire them, and I are going to owe them a crap ton of money. Like, what are you doing? That This was not the time to extend these people this offseason. They still had a lot to prove, especially after the way the last season ended and the way that certain draft picks have panned out. Like, there was just so much up in the air. I just, I don't agree with this extending, bef- like, just because we saw a little bit of success. We're like, are, well, are we, we're not going to do any better at this point or whatever, so we're just throwing money. Whoa, 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 whoa. Now look at the situation that you're in. Mm -hmm. It's just frustrating.
0: Yeah, it's super frustrating. I will say that I was pro Kyler getting an extension just because I didn't think there was a better option out there for the Cardinals at the time. And if this is anything, it's a quarterback's league. And I just felt like that was their best option with everything that was presented to them. So I was pro Kyler more, not necessarily because I believed in him as a player and the talent that he had, but more just because it was like the lesser of two evils. And I thought that that was the best route for the Cardinals to go to make sure that they could compete in this league with a quarterback who had shown at least enough promise to not risk, not having on your roster, but definitely not at, by any stretch of the imagination pro Kime or Cliff extensions. I have actually been out on Kime for many, many years. A lot of people have for many years. And I I was baffled when they extended Kime because I don't think his body of work, both within the organization and the mistakes that he's made without it warranted any type of extension. Um, So the fact that they both got those extensions. And now we're in the position that we're in where former players are telling us that their offense is the same thing it was years ago. I'm beside myself. Like, I, I don't even know if I quite accurately have the words to describe, like, how disappointed I am in this organization. And I know that Patrick Peterson feels some type of way about the Cardinals, obviously the Cardinals kind of like live rent free in that man's head. So some (laughs) of the things that he said might be a little bit of an exaggeration or there might be coming from a place of like spite and they're not a hundred percent accurate, but the tape speaks for itself. Go watch that game. Patrick Peterson had been struggling this entire year and the one game that he has where he actually looks like a lockdown corner, it's against the Cardinals and it looks like he knows what's happening in that game because he does. Like, I just, Ugh, I'm so frustrated. I just I don't even think there are enough words to describe how frustrated I am with the fact that we're in this situation and we're stuck between an, a worse rock and a hard place. Because like you said, if they fire them, they still get a ton of money. Like, it's not my money. Like someone in the comments said, it ain't my money. Uh, <laughs> Jean-Paul Edward D. D. O. said that. But uh, yeah, I just I uh, just Bad decisions. Bad decisions all around, and um, if Cliff is really not the offensive guru that we were promised, then we need to get a play caller who is because what the actual F is going on in that organization.
1: Yeah, somebody did mention, speaking of like what the F is going on, um, Sean, can you scroll up a little bit in the comments? Um Somebody mentioned something about the way that Cliff handled the whole Pat P thing. Kaim, or sorry, Kaim. Kaim blew it with Pat P from what I've heard. Kaim ghosted Pat in free agency and didn't have the cojones to tell him the team was going in another direction. Yeah, I think we can all gather that that's probably what happened. Um, and so, like, I, I honestly don't blame Pat because, you know, he was videoed after the game saying, um, you know, I still haven't heard from, from Kime, you know, tell him to give me a call. No, I want to talk to him face to face. I never heard anything from him. And I get how like that's kind of disrespectful. So like, I do think that Kime dropped the ball in that manner. And it kind of makes me question like, well, how, how is he operating within this organization? Like you can't show a guy that, that played for you. That was an all pro corner for, you know, and it played for a decade for you guys So a little bit of respect of like giving you a phone call saying that you're going in a different direction before, you know, like, so I that's like another thing that I took away from this entire situation, too, is like, wait, like, didn't he
0: uh, burn the bridge with honey badger, too?
1: I don't know. I'm not I, I don't exactly know exactly what happened in that situation. I mean, I did at one point. I don't really remember to to speak on it, but it's it wouldn't surprise me. I, d- I don't agree with burning bridges, especially for players who have dedicated a large chunk of your career. I mean, there's a way of going about things and a way of not. And I'm not saying that if Kim had talked to Pat P and said, "Hey, we're going to go in a different direction." That that would have been received well, either. Yeah. I don't know, but at least you can excuse yourself from, you know, two years later, this being a whole national story because everyone was talking about it uh, because he made, you know, such a stink about saying, like, "Yeah, I never heard from the general manager, not once," mm-hmm. um, and then also going on to say some other things that kind of shady things that happened behind the scenes within that organization like just don't put yourself in that position it feels like any form of player that comes away from this organization
0: just doesn't generally have good feelings about it after they leave like Chandler Jones did we forget what happened with Chandler Jones like Chandler Jones is also not very happy with the Cardinals in the way that he was treated either and I just like I think it just adds to the resume of Steve Keim not being a good GM um Dickie, I hate saying your name, but I'm just going to go for it. Dickie talking in the comments saying Kime should have been gone after his DUI. That's what I was talking about when I said the out of organization decisions as well. And I agree 100%. That was when I was out on Kime as well. I don't think you can have a man leading your organization that can't set an example for his players. But yeah, I just, I I think the way that things have happened, uh, Clayton in the comments saying they have one playoff win. Yep. Also another uh, thing to add to the resume of why this was all bad decision making, i um, I, I it just, there's no excuse for it. And I, I don't have one. I don't, I can't explain to you guys why they've done what they've done, why they kept kind, why they kept Cliff when I don't think either of them had done enough to deserve it. Um, I, I have my feelings about the Kyler situation, but I just, it's, I, I'm beyond words at this point. And I, in no, no way, shape or form should Kyle be the GM of this team. I'm comfortable saying that. Um, but it's just, I'm, I'm beyond Beyond words.
1: There is one last thing I took away from the Patrick Peterson debacle, and he didn't outright say this, but like I'm kind of reading between the lines. I think he's telling everybody that you should add him to your pick 'em game on Underdog Fantasy. Uh, because apparently he thinks that he's going to uh, to make some plays, so it is the easiest and most fun way to spice up your football season just look to your favorite or <clears throat> least favorite player stats, <laughs> pick between two and five players for your pick em entry and whether you think they'll end up with a higher or lower, lower total than the stat in this week's game get all your picks right and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night, so Again, he he didn't say it, but like I think that's what he's hinting at. It all has to do with Underdog Fantasy and uh putting your money <laughs> on Pat P moving forward. You can search in the App Store or click the link in the show notes, signing up with that promo code PH PHNX and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using the promo code PHNX to get in on the action today. Woo!
0: All right. Speaking of the Cardinals, it is a uh,
1: World Series season. Tirsten, yeah. <laughs> are you watching <laughs> any of the World Series? I am. I just, I, I think I've said it before, I just don't have like a big rooting interest in either one of these teams, so it's hard for me to, I'm pretty good at always picking a storyline of some sort and just saying like, okay, I'm going to roll with this team, this is who I'm rooting for, but like, it's really hard for me to pick one of these teams. You better be
0: anti-Astros, ma'am. America is anti-Astros. I know, but I, I hate to be like... Boss
2: pro astros right here why uh dusty baker their manager i love um i'd love to see a black man win a world series and he's been so close so many times it has not gotten there i do
1: like dusty i
2: also really like justin verlander um he got the win yesterday and jordan alvarez like not altuve sucked so that makes me feel good like he's not the reason they're winning the world series um but I am, plus I hate Philly fans. They're some of my least favorite fans.
1: The Philly, they're
0: have been. funny.
2: No, yeah, they're funny until they're throwing snowballs and batteries <laughs> at, at Santa Claus. Yeah.
0: Uh, are they Eagles are. Fans.
2: <laughs> they Fans in that area of the country, Philly fans, Pittsburgh fans, Boston fans, all of them, they are everything. They want to be Buffalo fans. Well, Zach Ertz. And they're not
0: is not a traditional Philly fan. And he obviously has a rooting interest in this World Series. So when he was asked at the press conference who he was cheering for and if he might have uh, anything against a certain Houstonian on the team, here's was his answer.
2: I'm rooting for them, of course. JJ and I have a bet. Uh, he's obviously a Houston fan. Tough one last night, but flush that loss and move on and um, hopefully find a way to win this one in Philly. We need this one.
1: You
0: know, <laughs> gentleman's bet. <laughs> so they have a gentleman's bet on who will win the World Series. What exactly Series. does that
1: mean? You don't say anything. Like I think, you don't yeah,
0: tell? like you don't disclose it, right, Sean? Disclose. We need our translator. Uh
2: gentleman's bet would just be like it's kind of like a mutual agreement. Like there's no like like it would just be like if you and I said, oh, do you want to bet on like whoever wins the World Series has to dye their hair pink? Like got I uh, okay. like there's no like formal agreement. It's just kind of like a. And understanding. Like a handshake. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Um <laughs> if Zach Ertz is obviously team Phillies, so if Zach Ertz is team Phillies, I'm team Phillies because I love Zach Ertz. Also Mikael Bridges is major team Phillies. Yeah. Um I think that man's head might explode if the Phillies win the World Series.
1: So that's they're enough the, for me. They're the team that's more fun to watch, I will say that. Like they're yeah. just I think they're a good time. I love to hate Bryce Harper, but you can't really look away from what he's done either. So yeah. It's true. That's it's the true. only reason.
2: That's the big confl- conflict for me is I love Bryce Harper.
1: I will yeah. just never
0: forgive the Astros for cheating and winning a World Series. And um, that to me is unforgivable and unredeemable. And I hope their organization suffers for the next 100 years and it's never wins the, anything.
1: It's not like, it's not Dusty Baker's fault. <laughs> it's
2: not Dusty Baker's fault. Um, he was not there. I'm
1: aware. I just hate um, the organization. They do a absurd. lot of the
2: pieces are were not are not that were there are not there anymore they have um, a
1: key the, piece the, I feel the big like. ones
2: altive yeah. and brengman are there so that's the problem yeah um, the problem
0: is i hate the whole organization for what they did to baseball but i
2: mean that's kind of why i want them to win the world series too is like i would like them to just Show that the dominance they've had these last few years was not just because they were cheating. And if they win the World Series this year, I think that proves. Like, look at us. I think they we already proved that.
0: I, th- I think so too. You. But I
2: think most baseball fans are just going to be like, "Oh, you guys have been to how many World Series? Oh, trash cans. Oh," and it's like, okay, I get it to a certain extent, but at the same time, you got to move on eventually. Like, they're not the only team that was cheating. That's just a fact of the matter.
0: Um, I know that's. Not- I know that they're not the only team, but they're the ones that got caught in you know. They I are the only that. team
2: that w- that cheated their way to a World Series. So I, I understand the hate. I just Um if you're in the
0: different. comments right now, drop us a comment and let us know who you're cheering for. Either the Astros or the Phillies. The Astros have a 3-2 series lead. Yes. 3-2 series lead. Um boo, 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 boo. boo. Uh they won last night 3 to 2, so very unfortunate. I'm pro Phillies. Let us know what you guys are on. You're what are you going with? Phillies or
1: Astros? I guess Phillies. Yes. I, that's you know my girl. I'd like to see I cuz I can't see Both stand. teams have fun. What I thought
2: you were going to say, like, I want both teams to have fun.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. no. I want to see, because I can't stand Phillies fans. I think every Phillies fan should take an OGs before the game. (laughs) So everybody's just, like, calm and happy, and nobody's throwing stuff or getting in fights. Did you guys see that there was, like, also a – a girl fight that broke, like a brawl between like Phillies fans. Yeah, there was like four girls. Like everybody just needs to take an OG's. Chill it, out, people. Just I also out. saw a
2: clip of like, I looked like people on the roof of the stadium yesterday. I don't really I understand can't. what was going on there. No. Oh, um, yeah. How
0: did, I saw that too. How did they even get on the I roof? I don't know. Of the
2: um, if you're going that hard, you definitely need an OG's. You
1: definitely need bit. an OG's. Um, and uh, we have some. Really great news uh, about our partnership with them. We obviously love OGs here um, and uh, we have a new deal. We do. We have a new contract with our
0: friends at OGs. We are stoked about it. The terms of the agreement weren't released at the time, but we are now here and providing prepared to reveal that OGs has renewed with PHNX across our entire network and we're so excited about it. We're going to be doing some really fun events in the future. There's going to be some members-only things that are exclusive and sponsored by OGs so if you want to get on on that you better sign up to be a PHNX member. Um, So we're super excited to have OGs along the ride with us. They've been an incredible partner and it has been awesome To be a part of their growth as a company as well as ours Um, and don't forget that if you are going to partake in some OGs you got to be 21 years or older and you can find them at your local dispensary um everyone in the comments seems pretty pro Phillies. um everyone <laughs> daniel is giving us credit for our transition to ad reads thank you we actually won <laughs> the ad readers of the month award from yes! max last month so
1: thank you for noticing our talents you got when some it comes trinkets, trinkets from a thrift store down the road yeah from max. <laughs> great prizes uh thank you for
0: noticing our amazing transitions daniel um <laughs> but yeah everyone seems really Team Philly, which I agree with because the Astros also Jan made a great point that the Astros cheated and didn't weren't held accountable, which is what makes me the most mad at them is that they weren't held accountable. So thank you for making that point. I agree. Um, Sounds so like go man Phillies, man. I love watching World Series baseball. Um, especially because none of my teams were able to make it there. So <laughs> gotta enjoy it for what it is. Um speaking of enjoying things, Tirsten,
1: you went on a little adventure. Yeah, so with the weather cooling down, uh my weekends now consist of hiking and the first I don't know if I'd call it like a big hike, but significant hike. I was like, I have to go hike four peaks. And take a Four Peaks beer with me. Um, It might be the most basic thing of all time, (laughs) but don't knock it till you try it. Um, Yeah, so I brought my favorite um, hazy IPA with me. Such a good beer. Had a little Summit beer. Had a Four Peaks while looking at the Four Peaks, and uh, I highly, highly recommend that hike. It's beautiful. It looks beautiful. all hikers know you have to bring a summit beer and there's no better beer to drink at the summit of four peaks than four peaks i think we had uh a few um wows Everyone i was with had uh, a different beer so it, w- it fit our personalities and it was a fun time
0: that's awesome i'm super jealous except like i hate hiking <laughs> and anything active so i was very excited to get the pictures after you are well done and safe and i enjoyed it from my perspective of my bed oh um, we saw two
1: tarantulas <laughs> yep nope nope <laughs> super glad i was Hell not no. there uh, absolutely them.
0: not nope 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 you, you will never catch me that. in nature doing anything that raises my heart rate over 80 beats per minute um hiking in the wilderness that's absolutely never gonna happen but i'm so glad you had a good time and you made it back safe and you didn't die by tarantula bite um i don't <laughs> are, they, are they are they poisonous is that a thing i don't know so
1: um i did look into it a little bit they are but apparently they can't um like the, the they are they're i don't want to call it a mouth a bee i got don't know Stop. what it is uh-huh. it can't um kind
2: of it's it, it,
1: it's, it can't it's bite like your higher skin? up like it can't reach a human so <gasps> um i think they can like pets and stuff like that yes yeah. but first
2: people keep trying to use as pets i mean i guess people keep but i think
1: they horrendous. take the poison out of them oh
2: i just oh, i God. thought i just thought they weren't like dangerous to humans kind of like you were saying yeah but they aren't know.
1: actually dangerous to humans contrary to what we're all made to believe but they, they are scary, scary. Yeah. i scream
0: Oh, my God. I would have lost my mind. Yeah, I would have gotten I'll home not, immediately.
1: You would have never caught me out there to begin with, well, but if, uh, that, was, that would have been the end. The first time, I put my hand on a rock to, like, rip no. oh, myself no. up, and it was oh, God, right no. there. Oh, no. God, no. And <laughs> then the second time is nope. I was taking a step Mm-mm. forward, and I was, like, right nope.
2: Oh, next I would honestly nope. rather would have, have one done. touch done. my hand than, than to step on <laughs> I would on. have been
1: done. I would have been so done. I would
2: absolutely go hiking with y'all because I'm pretty sure. With her,
0: not y'all. I don't know. that. Well,
2: y'all, the more the better. because I'm pretty sure I'm faster than y'all. I think... Dude, and I could, I, I just, if, if someone's come, I would just, you do don't not gotta be want the fastest, to you Chirsten, be than the slowest. When it comes to
0: outdoor stuff, you are barking up the wrong damn tree. That woman will wipe your floor with her ass. So when it comes to anything oh, outdoors, no, nah, I
2: believe that. Like, it, when it comes to like, straight up hiking, Tristan, I would, you'd, you'd have to make a couple stops for me. Uh,
0: yeah. Toad no Tree shot. helped me
2: move some furniture into my apartment a couple weeks ago. More furniture, obviously. And I had to stop like every flight of steps because yeah. I just, I didn't have it in me. Yeah.
0: The endurance
1: no. isn't there Tristan is unbelievable with that
0: stuff. And I will always admire her for that, because that is a talent I was not given, nor will I ever partake in any <laughs> of that type of stuff. Jose's
2: fact here, if this is true, is terrifying, that tarantulas can throw their hair as a defense <gasps> mechanism. Absolutely not. No, thank you.
1: That's they can do scary. what? With their wear? Throw their hair? So, like, they're like mini needles? Nope. mm Unalive. I said it once, I'll Unalive. say it
2: again. Hell nah.
0: That's a big hell nah. uh, Charles saying that I'm about to jump out of my moor chair. Yeah, Ooh, I'm Chris so uncomfortable.
1: loves tarantulas? It was. that's not chris, surprising no. i feel like chris is down uh, like
2: that oh no! that tastes wow. a certain okay. level of like chillness that i feel like most of us don't have but chris definitely has
0: absolutely not you will not catch me a m- anywhere near any of those creatures <laughs> well I, but... know
1: you, I know you mentioned it earlier in the show but might as well while we're talking about four peaks just reiterate that we are teaming up with them to host all u.s and mexico world cup matches uh at their eighth street pub um Woo-hoo. so we're gonna have beer specials Football. giveaways. Guest appearances and more. You can check out the link in our show notes to register faux free. Faux free. Must be 21 or older. Enjoy responsibly. Yay. So excited. Ah. Oh. It's the weekend. It's Friday,
0: then It's Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, what? Um. Thank you guys so much for joining us for this episode of the Phoenix Sports Podcast. We love you so much. Everyone in the comments, everyone for watching, everyone for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you can. It helps us out so much and we appreciate it more than you ever know. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore sports on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, all that good stuff. Um, and don't forget to sign up for a membership. We actually have really exciting announcements coming about our membership program, so stay tuned for that. But I promise you, you will want to be a part of the PHNX family after you see what is about to happen, because it is going to be so cool. I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed, beautiful weekend. If you're coming to our <laughs> Suns Takeover tonight, we'll see you there. Oh my
1: gosh, say hello. Say hello. Tracy and I are going to be there. will not going? be
2: any tarantulas there. There yeah. will not really be any right. tarantulas <laughs> at our Suns Sorry, Takeover. Chris.
0: Just delicious food from the Ainsworth. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next Friday at 1230. Bye! Bye. Bye.